0: Let your field of vision be wide open for Satan is roaring to and fro, looking who he can desire and looking who can be deceived, even the elect. And the servant said, no, my Lord, but Elisha the prophet who is in Israel tells the king of Israel, the words that you speak in your bedroom. So the king of Syria said, go and see where he is that I may send and get him. Yeah. We are under attack. And they want to get even the prophets to shut them up so that we have no warning. And it was told him saying, surely he's in Dothan. Dothan is a a very peculiar place. Two wells is what it means. I want you to know Dothan is the place where Joseph was put into a dry cistern, a dry well. He was sold by his brothers into slavery in Egypt where he became the king and he became the savior of Egypt. Not only Egypt, but Israel at the time and returned to his family. I'll tell you, The prophet was in Dothan, but this time he was not going to be stolen. This time he was not going to be sold. This time he was not going to be taken away. It says in 2 Kings 6.14, Therefore the king sent horses and chariots and a great army there to this small place called Dothan. And they came by night and surrounded the city. taking medicine that gives you nightmares. We heard about that this morning. I want you to know at night when it's dark, Satan's going to be going around. I've told my children, nothing good happens after 11 (laughs) o'clock. Just nothing good. When I was at the uh, recruit academy, teaching new police officers, firefighters, corrections, EMTs, and paramedics. I said, nothing good. Nothing good happens after 11 o'clock. I said, the only reason what you ought to do at 11 o'clock is have the Bible and your curriculum across your face, sound asleep. And the only exception is if you're Catholic, you can go out for midnight mass. Once a year. And I finally had to tell him that. And you know, that's once a year. Therefore, he sent horses and chariots and a great army there. They came by night and surrounded the city. Ah, oh, Can you imagine? Waking up. And having horses and chariots. The research on this said that it was about 50,000 people. I'll tell you, Satan really, really wants us. The enemy really, really wants us. And they'll stop at nothing. And when the servant of the man of God arose early and went out, This man of God, Elisha had been with a a servant, Gehasa, but he was dismissed just before this. This is a new helper that Elisha has. And he woke up early. And when he went out, there was an army surrounding the city with horses and chariots. And the servant said to him, alas, master, what shall we do? Let me let me tell you something. And if you grasp this, you're going to be prepared for the remainder of your life. You've got to know what to do when something happens before it happens. You have to know what decision you're going to make. You need to know what action you're going to take. You need to know what Course, you're going to go down. You need to have your situational awareness open so wide that when Satan shows up early in the morning, and by the way, they were there all night long, you got to know what you're going to do. What shall we do? Make up your mind. And so he answered, Elisha answered, Do not fear. For those who are with us are more than those who are with them. There's, there's more of us than there are of them. But he could not see them. So Elisha, he prayed. He said, Lord, I pray. Open his eyes that he may see. Now I see. See, he wants us to get to the now I see place. God wants us to have our eyes opened. The time of playing is over. The time of games are done. All you have to do is look at what's going on. Look at the current times. Look at what's happening politically, socioeconomically, economically racially, look at everything that is dividing. You've got to know what you're going to do when something happens. You've got to know how you're going to react when it happens. Elisha prayed and said, open his eyes that he may see. And then the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. I pray that your eyes, that our eyes will be open to see what God has for us, for there are more of us than there are of them. If you remember, Satan was defeated. He was defeated in the garden. He was defeated at the cross. He was defeated at the tomb. He was defeated at the ascension. He was defeated when we accepted uh, Jesus into our lives. He was defeated. The Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw him. Behold, the mount was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. Do you need chariots of fire around you in your life? I know that I do. just takes one honk from a little blue car to set me off. (laughs) I need an attitude adjustment. I need to be prepared to know what I'm going to do when I do that. And I need to say I need to say peace and not just one finger, right? You need to act the way that God would act. You need to ask yourself, does this bump up with Scripture? Does this align with the Word of God? I'll tell you the Word of God says, And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. This army of God is called the heavenly hosts. They're not just for Elisha. They're for you and they're for me. All we've got to do is say, okay, God, I'm in this situation. Okay, God, I'm facing this diagnosis. Okay, God, I'm facing this bank statement. I'm facing this issue with my children. It's time now to say, okay, God, open my eyes. So that I can see the horses and chariots of fire around me. Psalm 34, 7 says this. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear or respect or revere him. And he delivers them. Is there an area in your life that needs delivery? Is there something that's not tracking right? Right? This seems to fall apart. Every time you pick up the phone, it's an argument. Every time you meet somebody, it's friction. Every time you go somewhere, you're kind of getting it back and then you want to give it back. I say, you need to be delivered. And the angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him and he delivers them. Look, the bottom line is this. You'll always have enemies but you'll always have God. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I will be with you always, even until the ends of the earth. Amen. See, Chad, it's in there. It's in you. It's there for a reason. You're a mighty warrior. See, the forces of God are all around you. He'll never leave you. He is encamped around you. And the sole job is to do this to defeat, conquer, and overcome the enemy. You do not need to be defeated. You do not need to be the man holding on to the tree, afraid to go on the ski line, zip line. You can see I've never gone on one. I don't have the bill for a zip line. (laughs) You don't have to be afraid. Every day, if you'll take a drink of this and say, God, open my eyes this morning. Let me see what you have around me that is bigger than what's around them. We got more, God. Show me. They got 10 balloon satellites. We got a thousand. Amen. 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 What happened is as the army was surrounded Elisha prayed one more time and asked God to blind the eyes of the enemy. And Elisha blinded, the, God blinded the eyes of the enemy. And Elisha led the army into the court's of the Israel king. And the king asked Elisha, should, should I kill him? Should we kill him? Should I kill him? What should I do? He says, no, you shouldn't. Here's what you should do. Then he prepared a great feast for them. And after the enemy had ate and drank, he sent them away and they went to their master. So the bands of the Syrian raiders came no more to the land of Israel. Love your enemies. Pray for those who despitefully use you. You got to know what you're going to do before it happens. Lord, open his eyes that he may see. I want to ask you now, is, is there something that's been attacking you? Is there something that's been surrounding you? Is there something that is outside of your house all night long and camping and waiting for you to get up in the morning and for you to be fearful? I don't know what it might be, but, but I do know this, that God is able That there's more of us than there are of them. And that by the word of God, your eyes can be opened to all that he has for you. You are mighty. You are awesome. You have at your fingertips the nuclear option. the man who holds the world in the palm of his hand, who breathed the stars, who breathed into Adam and left his Holy Spirit with us. Let's pray. Don't fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Father, I ask that you'd open our eyes today that we would be able to start seeing those warring angels, those ministering angels. Father, that we'd be able to see the power of your love around us and surrounding us. That, Father, when we face the enemy, that we would pause just a moment and say, God, open my eyes here. God, open my eyes in this situation. Father, I, I pray for those with family issues, with financial issues, open their eyes, O God, show them. Father, for those with relationship issues, open their eyes so they would see what perfect love you have for them. Father, those who cannot forgive themselves, let them see that you washed us white as snow. We thank you, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name. Now, what we're going to do now is we're going to continue with communion. And, and, you know, the first communion was on the Passover. And it was with Jesus and his disciples. And he said, do this often in remembrance of me. And Paul talks about when you take communion... Examine yourself. What I want to ask you to do today is to examine yourself, contrasted against the power of God, because we are heirs, joint heirs, with the Lord. So we'll pass out the uh, the elements. If you'll just hold them. And, and we'll all together at the end partake of the elements. Thank you, Bill. We see communion is taking in the blood and the body of Jesus Christ. And it's funny because the blood and the body of Jesus Christ was nailed on a tree. And he was crucified for us. And so we take in the blood and the body so that we could commune with the Lord. We could share in what he's done for us. But you see, it's really more than that. So that we could, through doing this, examine ourselves and verify that we know the Lord and verify that the power that was in the Lord is the same power that we have. For, for those who know the Lord, we're going to die a physical death, but we will rule and reign with him forever. So as we take these elements in, this is to help us remember that also to help us be a part of it. As uh, as Jesus was with his, with his disciples, he, he took the bread and he gave thanks and broke it and said, take, this is in remembrance of me. And that same night he was betrayed, sitting there with his best friends, his closest friends, those who were going to help him share the gospel. He took the cup. He said, this is the blood of the new covenant, the new way. Take in remembrance of me. Dear God, thank you for what you've done in our lives. Thank you that we have the power, Father. Let us now say, now we see. Now we see. For our enemies will be with us always, but God more so. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. Go in peace and in power. Hello, this is Pastor Louis. I hope you've enjoyed the message today, and I hope that it has encouraged you. If you need any further information about the message or our ministries, please contact us at the numbers on the screen. Our live worship is 1030 each Sunday morning, and we can also be seen on YouTube and Facebook at thelivingcornerstone.org. Be blessed.